Have you ever looked up at the stars and wondered if your world and everything in it is merely the result of four pasty weirdos who may not even be wearing pants, sitting at their computers talking to each other? What if the moment these dorks grow bored of imagining your world, they can just ball it up and throw it away? Well, welcome to Disposable Worlds. To Disposable Worlds, the show where we host a freelance gynecology clinic in a hotel down by the overpass and invite all of your ideas to come and attend. I'm Ryan, and I bought the uh, overpass billboard sign advertising this clinic. Wow, you're really trying to get uninvolved with this one. Just um, trying to get as far removed as you can. <laughs> so does this mean ideas. that all of the ideas are female? Uh, how about proctology? That's yeah. Everyone's got one of those. That's more inclusive. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. I feel I'm all, a lot more comfortable with that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> much more comfortable. Much more comfortable with that. Yeah. I'm a contract proctologist. Really open to full time opportunities though, if you got them. Yeah, that's pretty gross. I don't think that one works though. Um, we need a better intro than that. <laughs> it's just too gross. <laughs> It's pretty fun. Yeah, that one uh, made made me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm not sure if that stuck the landing. Um, God, I never put any thought into this at all until it's like like. You want Steven to do it? He's better and smarter and funnier than you. Oh, so. what? Whoa, whoa! Uh, I'm definitely not ready for that kind of responsibility. Welcome to Disposable Worlds, the show where we invite your ideas out behind the grocery store to break bottles and. You know, just do whatever. Um, I'm Ryan, <laughs> and I work at this grocery store. <laughs> so, do you let us hang out behind the grocery store? Is is that? Just... Yeah, I was about to say that's that's kind of a weird relationship you have with these ideas. Yeah, I'm the janitor, um, and I, I, I. Um, you just fucking love cleaning up broken glass. I just, it's fun. It's like it's my smoke break. I've got a forty ounce. And I'm going to try and get through that 40 ounce in the next 15 minutes before i got to get back inside. Fuck it, man. Let's just break some bottles and just talk about stuff, you know? Come on, kids. Let's just break some bottles before Come i got to get back kids. to work. <laughs> you bunch of youths. Hey, hey children. Now, why are the ideas children? <laughs> it just, like, who else breaks bottles behind a grocery store? I don't know. Apparently a lot of people. Janitors and kids. Teenagers and homeless people and ideas lost ideas looking for Lost ideas looking for something to do for a while sad the kind of sad lonely ideas that come to us <laughs> i guess in this one like i don't can i be one of the rebellious youth you could be one of the bottles is that reserved for is is that a threat <laughs> you could... i'm cody and i think ryan wants to break me. yeah he he was looking forward to shattering you I don't know about that. I'm my name's Cody and I'm a billionaire king from a foreign country visiting and I happen to be here right now. <laughs> Just slumming. Uh, Allow me to join you in your foreign <laughs> exotic t- t- time rituals. Good thing I can just cover the ground with money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm Steven and I think I'm I'm not a a youth who intended to be here. I'm like one of the good kids who kind of decided to come down this alley as a quick way home. Mm, and you got wrapped and up. And saw all this, yeah, saw all this bottle breaking. Mm-hmm. And Oh, are you like an undercover narc youth? You, know? uh, you a hall monitor? Not, uh, not, not on purpose. You got to tell me if, if you're a hall get, monitor, dude. If I, <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> if I get pulled over by someone, you know, I might, yeah, it, I only got my own interests in mind. That's you're, all I'm you're saying. You're a rat. Yeah. Yeah, you're a rat. Yeah. Freaking stooly. Yeah, t- tell us tell us something we don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, well let's hop in and um, see what we've got here. Let's see what's in the uh, recycling bin here, dudes. Oh joy! Tosser's delight submits anonymous candidates elections. So, uh, <laughs> anonymous as in like you just pull a lever for one, two, or three, and you don't know who that person's going to be, or 
the candidates like have to wear masks okay. or something Anonymous like that candidates i think yeah i think maybe it's more along those lines where the candidates don't reveal their identity oh, they all have to like, choose an animal so <laughs> it's a it's a it's a pretty idealistic society it's just you get to see their platform their stances but you don't get to their identity is either only revealed after they're elected or never revealed at all. You just never, whoever was in office that last time yeah. did a good job. And they're always, the only time you see them is behind a podium. So you don't even know how like, tall or what <laughs> their really body looks like, really. Like you just see this, this mask giving a speech. I would be down for this if it was kind of like a WWF sort of a situation where everybody's trying to un- unmask. You'd be down for anything if it were well, a WWF Yes, this goes without saying, but like if all the other candidates are trying to unmask the other candidates. And once you've been unmasked, you're out. So whether yeah. or not that's through just like just purely dissecting somebody through a great argument um, on like a you know a debate platform, or it's, whether you... it's a Phoenix Wright style debate that they have where they're trying to expose each other's identities, or if you can pin the other guy for three seconds and then um, rip his mask off. You know, I would say that we would have a problem where if that is the case, we're going to get a lot of beefcakes in office. I'm... But then again, looking at like a, the beefcake representation in politics, the track record of beefcakes, it's not bad. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't the worst governor. No. And Dwayne Johnson's running for president. I don't know, man. You might We might be on this. Yeah, I've heard here. that. That's a rumor. That got me excited. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. And, uh, you know, honestly, two of the cast members of uh, the movie Predator have held office in this great country of ours. Wait, who's the other one? Uh, what's his face with the mustache, who's also a pro wrestler? Uh, stuck in deeper than an Alabama tick. What's that guy's name? Fucking... Um, <laughs> The guy with the big goddamn Gatling gun in Predator. Oh, no, I know who you're talking about. I just don't I can't remember his yeah. fucking name I'm... now. I can't even remember his wrestling persona name. What 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 he run? What did he run for? Or what was he in office for? I think he was a governor. Holy shit. Wait, what do you go? know? God, what's this goddamn name? Let's just try to get all of them. Yeah, why not? I mean, I feel like that should just be a prerequisite for running for office is that you have to have defended your belt at some point. You have to have starred yeah. in the movie Predator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say just Predator, not just, wrestlers. Just... Like Arnold Schwarzenegger was not a wrestler. He just had the physique. I know, but I'm just... He could have been. He could have been amazing at it. So you have to have either killed somebody in a movie or defended your belt in a... Or real life. In, a, in the ring. Yeah, I defend my belt every day. I don't know. You guys so are... Carl Weathers... <laughs> Who's trying to take your pants every day? It sounds hey, like an... Hey. H- Get away from there. Like an HR issue. <laughs> so are we committed to this? The, I mean, it's there. It's in the hopper. Uh, Starbeard Boy <laughs> says dino swords. And so it's a dinosaur swords, apparently. It's a, another portmanteau. Uh, dino swords. Which I'd be... So is this done... Yeah, do the dinosaurs have swords for, like, tails? Or is this just, like... Or are they like, are they, like, transformers where they're dinosaurs, but they can transform oh, into God, swords? Oh, God, that's actually really cool. I want to say that's more like those, like, grabby sticks that they used to make. Like, where, like, you pull the trigger on your three-foot-long stick and, like, the tyrannosaurus head on the end can clamp and grab stuff. That's not a sword, right? But a sword. But a sword also. So, like, a sword that you can cut stuff <laughs> with, but it's also... It, it is simultaneously a dinosaur. <laughs> Okay. It reminds me of this thing that is completely unrelated, but it's also a sword. But it's like that. <laughs> it's just a big ass sword with a dinosaur's living a living dinosaur's head on the end. Or even if it is just like even if it's just like a handle with a living dinosaur on the end that you duel with, like that you fight to the okay, death with. So hold on, let me get this straight. Steven and I were picturing picturing like a Transformers esque <laughs> Digimon, Pokemon esque yeah, yeah. something like something awesome cool. childhood adventure cartoon. Ryan's picturing more of a as seen on TV, help you grab something a little far away, but also a living dinosaur. It's like fencing, so people, you know, two people with these grabby sticks have to battle each other, um, you know, very carefully. Honestly, if you could, if you could, fi- if you could duel somebody with a sword that was also a living dinosaur and a grabby stick and a grab, I mean, it would be built in. Anything's a grabby <laughs> stick that can grab things. Dinosaur, all any dinosaur is a living grabby stick. Just like all human beings are living grabby sticks. But, like, if you had the choice between three feet of cold steel and three feet of cold-blooded reptilian rage. Reptilian grab. Reptilian grabbing rage. Which one are you going to choose? I don't know. What I do know is that um, I feel like science could make this. But should we? (laughs) We're not that far away. If science really put their mind to it, they could make this. Yeah, I feel like that's 
a really wasted opportunity that we don't at this point. Why don't we have living weapons? At this oh, point? I thought you were going to say making them would be a, a waste of science. I mean, look at what we're doing right now. We're fucking we're making a lot of really dumb shit that we don't really need to at this point. Like that's true. Like if you're going to make something, why not make a living? Like this podcast. Like this podcast. Like this is a complete yeah. waste of our time, <laughs> and we could just be genetically engineering melee weapons that are also. I mean, I, I really, I've just kind of realized that what Ryan's talking about here is like a turkey on a stick. <laughs> you, just, you just take a turkey to a bag. Well, okay, the, okay, and it's a sword, so it's a very sharp it's a very, turkey well, on a have stick. You seen, have you seen turkeys? Uh, yes, and I've seen swords, and there's not a lot of similarities between turkeys the two. Turkeys are fucking violent, man. And they're sharp. They got big claws. I'm not saying that. Swords aren't necessarily violent. Swords are also very violent. It depends on how you use them. Not inherently. Uh, they're sharp. They're pointy. Sword turkeys. Hey man, roses have go- roses got thorns, dog. Yeah, every that's t- true. Roses got thorns. Every turkey got its claw. Uh, yep. <laughs> cool flu. Cool flu says it's pretty common for doppelgangers from space to try and infiltrate your life and ruin your relationships. Is this just like everyone, or specifically you? I, th- I mean, it's just pretty common. For I mean, I think in general. I mean, I can get down on this. This is kind of like living life as an alcoholic, honestly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's trying to throw you in the oh, rehab. So, yeah. like, you just wake up one day and somebody's mad at you and you don't know why. And it's because they, your doppelganger, like, showed up at their house at 2 o'clock in the morning, kicked the door in, shit on the carpet, fucking ate all the food in the refrigerator, and that's that. That's it. Again, I think you're taking what, what, what is already or could be a potentially cool premise and just, like, dumbing it down to something stupid. That's what Ryan's dumb. here to do. No, I'm just saying that that's, like, that's a lot what, like, alcoholism. But the only thing is... Well, maybe that's what... Maybe that's actually literally what being drunk does. It creates a dumb. The more you drink, the more susceptible you are to uh, poltergeists from space. Well, the only way... Uh, taking over. The clearest way to tell apart your doppelganger from, you know... Anybody's doppelganger from their true self is that if you have a dinosaur sword, that's hard to fake because you can't doppelgang that. True. These doppelgangers are from space. They probably have dinosaurs. Not necessarily. If they're able to travel to our planet, they've got to at least have that technology. We haven't thought of the one thing that humans have: (laughs) the dinosaurs. We must. We must crack the secrets of the dinosaurs. That's what brought us to this planet. And while we're at it. Ruin we lives. may as well ruin their lives very slowly and individually. What I'm saying is, like, when you get blackout drunk, when you blackout, it's not like you're losing. You actually literally aren't in your body anymore. Some sort of space being has taken over and is well, that's not a, trying to ruin your relationship. A, yeah, that's not a doppelganger, though. That's like. And they happen to look like you. Yeah, these things that look like you. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, the alien looks like you, but it's also in you. It's also in you? Wasn't that an interesting idea? Like when you get, if you get high or drunk, <laughs> like that, that just decreases your ability to fend off like extraterrestrial uh, inhabitants <laughs> into your body or mind. And it's like the reason why you get all sloppy and weird is because like they're new to your body, so they don't quite know how to use <laughs> like it yet. Skin writing, yeah, just like, yeah, just like Goku. Yeah, but as you sober up, your body's natural defenses like regain their power. And they're they're pushed out back into the ether or whatever. Is this why we have anonymous candidates so people's runs for presidency can't be thwarted by their doppelgangers? That might be. That's also, true. it might just be because like it's true. It I think a lot sense. of people put too much stock on how handsome a political candidate is, you know, or how cool they are. I don't think so. Yeah. Like, not according to the way our last presidential election <laughs> shook out. Okay, who was the most handsome? Out of everybody that ran last election, yeah, who who was the most handsome? I'm just saying that there was a, it was a pretty level bar, all right. Um, there there weren't really any outlier or, or outstanding candidates this last election in terms of appearance. Uh, in terms of yeah, yeah, but I would say that like like when, when Jeb when Jeb's your hottest dude on the stand, yeah, know? but he was. I mean, honestly, if you're gonna bed down with one one of them, is it gonna be Jeb or is it gonna be Trump? Jeb's got that exclamation point, man. Yeah, it's all about Jeb. Wait, is that his catchphrase? No. <laughs> In bed. Vote Jeb 2018. It's all about Jeb. It's all about Jeb. It's all about that Jeb. Gotta get that Jeb. Living that Jeb life. Love that Jeb. <laughs> Love that Jeb. I mean, that makes sense to me. Like, if you've got doppelgangers out there running around and you're trying to get your shit together, I feel like most of the stuff you would do on a, like, you're, even you'd probably show up to work anonymously. 
Like, because you don't want to get... You, you don't want your shit wrecked when your doppelganger shows up and starts trashing the place. Like You definitely... Um, I feel like people are going to be a lot more careful with their social media. Hold on. No, wait. Hold on. If everyone is disguising themselves, that just makes a doppelganger's life easier. Because then they don't even have to, like... It doesn't even matter if they look like you or not. They can just steal your identity either way. Yeah, but what's your identity if you're if you're anonymous? It's just like, it's me, Cody. Take my word for it. I know my, my face is covered, but it's always covered, but it's me. But they'd have to go so, through all of the time... Fuck you, they'd Mom! Have to go through all the I t- promise I'm the only one who has this mask. <laughs> yeah, they'd have to go through all the time and the effort of, like, making your... WWE costume down to the you know right down to the hill. That sounds a lot easier than like matching your physical identity. You, you don't know, know your physical. These appearance. might be just shaped shapeshifters. I'm pretty sure about They're that. They're shapeshifters, one. but they aren't very good at sewing and cutting holes in ski masks and stuff really, like that. They really struggle. They don't gotta be. They're from fucking space. We've touched on this. If they're from space and they have dinosaurs, you can bet your ass they can sew wrestling outfits. <laughs> uh, we have not established that they have dino swords. And also, the Aliens movies are from space and they can't even fucking work a spaceship. So... Yeah, but, but hold on, hold on. We're, we're, we're crossing different uh, fictions here. Aliens are just... that we, we encountered them. That's different. We're the advanced <laughs> species there. Yeah, we're getting into some aliens versus predator shit here now. We're talking, about, we're talking about them encountering us, them coming to our planet, and not by accident. Maybe there's meteorites, like meteorites full of this nasty... Uh, doppelgangers. Doppelganger juice. Yeah, juice. And that's that's just like, that's how they terraform mm-hmm. Earth, is they just ruin relationships. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, like, hormone is excreted when a relationship is ruined they, helps to... They, they fuel themselves off of our sadness. Or they're just yeah. trying to stop humans from procreating. They're playing the long game, so if they ruin everybody's relationship, you know, there's just not going to be any babies in the future, because nobody's getting getting relationships They're on. trying to ruin all the relationships so that we will love them instead. That's the only way that they can truly understand how lovemaking works. They want us to love them, so they have to ruin all of our other relationships. They make everybody look so one, bad that they look better by comparison. Everyone so bad. The only, the only relationship left is the one with the doppelganger. See, I'm just more concerned about like the day-to-day uh, in this civilization. Because it says that it's pretty common, so that means people probably know that this is happening. And so let's let's put ourselves into a scenario here. Mm-hmm. we live on this planet I'm in a scenario we, yeah we, we we've arrived in this scenario and we're in this planet and we're well, let's just say we're us and actually. i have a dinosaur <laughs> we we yes we're us only key difference dinosaurs dinosaurs in hand um yeah shut up <laughs> <laughs> and so we so we're on our planet and we know about doppelgangers but we've never been doppelgangered we've never no one's ever tried to take us over and ruin our relationship that you know like of that. No, um, not that we know of, just objectively, uh-huh. that has not happened okay. to you. None of your friends have have been uh, overtaken by aliens or anything like that. Wouldn't you be paranoid, super, super paranoid like crazy if that happened? Yeah, but if you knew that it was like a thing, wouldn't you just use that as an easy out also every time you did something really stupid? Like if you like, That's like true. every time that you fart in class, you just get up and be like, doppelganger. Wait, uh, but that actually that really highly depends on how what our stance is against on doppelgangers. You know, yeah. like if our if we have a kill on sight stance, then maybe you don't want to pretend to be a doppelganger. It's very different. You don't want to you don't want to claim to be a doppelganger. Like, yeah, is covering your fart by pretending to be a doppelganger worth your death? <laughs> you know, but also like especially if teachers have guns yeah, these days. Yeah, true. And dinosaurs. It also depends on what their strategy is for. Re- we need to we need to to strap our teachers with dinosaurs. <laughs> but who's going to pay for these dinosaur trainings? Mexico. Mexico is there. You go. Um, the dinosaurs. It also depends on their strategy for for doppelganging us. So, did they ruin our relationships by showing up and doing like a way better job at everything than than we do? And then when they leave, everybody's oh. really disappointed by who we are. They're like. Oh, don't you remember that time that we that you like showed up and you made me dinner and you did all my laundry and we had like a really great time. We played cards and you just like just took me out to do whatever I wanted to and then you left and we had like a really great hug and blah blah blah. And you're like, no, I don't fucking remember that. You, mu- I must have got doppelganged. Yeah, Mister Postman, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I like the doppelgang you much more than I like the real you. That's a much more devious way to ruin a relationship. That is, but. Uh, I mean, you're. I guess the people in your life would kind of have to be pricks if that. Works. I mean, 
not really. It's like if, if somebody if somebody showed up in your life and just spent that one day. Okay, say that you have spent the last like six months just like casing somebody else's life, just watching and figuring out what somebody's weaknesses and where they're failing, and spent that six months just trying to become better at those things than that than the person that you're watching is. And you you get one day where you're able to sneak in there and just do all the things so much better than that guy is and address all of the you, shortcomings. You're gonna you're gonna like groundhog day. Yeah, that. like they yeah, they groundhog they groundhogs they reversed groundhogs day to you. They showed up in your life and like owned your life better than you ever did. Well yeah the the final day in the groundhog's day cycle, like when when he does everything perfectly with your yeah. wife. And then from that point on, like nobody's satisfied with you. They're like, you could. Well, yeah, by this logic. So he groundhog in Groundhog's Day. Bill Murray Groundhog's Days that girl. <laughs> uh-huh. He gives her the perfect fucking yeah. day because he's lived it so many uh-huh. times. What happens on day two? That dude. That well for for those guys for Groundhog's Day. Yeah, that's my question. Because you're saying you're saying if someone Groundhog Days you, like. All of your friends and family and all of your the important relationship relations in your life, they'll just like end the relationship with you because you, you don't live up to that one experience. Not that they'll end it; they will they will be soured forever because their fondest their fondest relation or their fondest memory of you is something that was not you, and it it might take you weeks to figure out that you got doppelganged, you know, and they might be going on and like trying to like keep that that version of you in their heads going and it's like that's not me like i would never take you to go eat ice cream because i'm I'm lactose intolerant you know and they're like oh i got doppelganged he groundhog stayed me so hard no so i i just don't think that's an effective enough way to destroy a relationship you really gotta get in there and tear like fuck shit up maybe maybe you're right maybe they do study your life for six whole months and at minimum and they, but they don't really study all your faults and everything. They study your, the specific relationships. So they have like the perfect way to just completely annihilate every relationship you have with each person. They just, know. they're listening in on all of the, the deep, dark secrets and the conversations that you've had that are incredibly private. And then they come out. I think, I think they've got it. They've probably got it down to a science. It is so incredibly efficient. They can just like say one word. Or like do one motion and somehow that just causes a chain reaction that completely fucks up your relationship with your dog. <laughs> no. What is this? <laughs> this is awful. They give like they slip some sort of like a drink to you that makes your body odor smell like like grizzly bear or something like that. Your dog can't stand to be around you. And they also let it slip that they tell everybody that you said that Bob has diabetes real bad or something like that. And he told you that in, or, in confidence. Or maybe they just have you punch everyone important to you in the face. Or dick. <laughs> that seems like a total like doppelganger move, though. If somebody just showed up to work and started punching everybody in the dick, you'd be like, fuck, John got doppelganged. His doppelganger's here. <laughs> oh, that's true. That one, that's yeah, true. that one kind of stands it's out. It's just like, they're doing it. They're like, it's me. It's Ryan. This is just me now. This is what I'll do every time I see <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm not a doppelganger at all. I'm just going to go and proceed to punch everyone in the dick. Hold Tim, could you please come into my office? <laughs> please stand upright. I feel like the ins- oh hey hey Mr. Stevie, what do you want to see me about? Yes, I am Mr. Stevie. <laughs> no, please stand here, stand here in this pool of blood stand and here, tears. Please separate your legs by at least a foot and a half. <laughs> Close your eyes. I'll kick you in the dick. No, I want you to remember this. I want you to. I want you to remember this forever. And I want you to know that I am the real <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> I feel like the insidious method is is the most. It's like the, the it's the one that's gonna work the most though, because everybody's looking out for the doppelganger. You know, like everybody's looking out for the guy who's like really fucking up, because it's like, well, that's that's a doppelganger. You know, like he's well, that's what that that's what I mean. Like everyone's looking out for the doppelganger, but what if there actually are? Maybe it was just like a one off. There was one doppelganger who did it one time. And like everyone heard about it, now everyone's freaked out about it. And every little mistake you do, you get accused of being a, a doppelganger. <laughs> just from that point on, there was one doppelganger, and then a rowdy group of teens that decided to just pull some pranks, and that's yeah. to really cash in on yeah. it. Yeah, and then f- there was one doppelganger, and then four chan. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, a rowdy group of teens. <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, Chef Robert Irvine posts another one here too. 
Once every 24 hours, you are able to trigger transforming your skin into indestructible metal, and it lasts for one hour. That just sounds awesome. That's pretty good. Um, Interesting. My, I'm really curious as to why. Like, why did we? Why do we have this ability? To protect ourselves from dino swords. That's a good. If your skin, if your skin turns into metal, would it? Become heavy enough to just slough off your body, or what would happen? Uh, what type or would you of be able metal? To move it? Would you just freeze in what place? What about mercury? Is he saying that once, like once a day, you can choose to just die? Is that what he's saying? In a very gruesome way. It's indestructible. It's indestructible metal. I would imagine it would be really the skin. The skin. Your skin is indestructible. Your heart and brain and other organs. I imagine it's like a Colossus style from X Men. You know. Yeah, it's like it's it's hard enough. If it's indestructible, you're probably actually just encased in it like a a frozen statue. Like so, then you just can't move. The question is whether yeah you can move or not. Like, is this truly Colossus, or are you just? stuck there i kind of like the idea of you just being stuck there because it's kind of it's like a defense yeah. mechanism it's it's the fetal position taking maybe you can only do it in the fetal position you get into that position and you turn to solid metal and then like at that point it's just a waiting game the bear is like i've eaten enough humans to know how long i have to wait <laughs> yes i'm just gonna drag this thing back to my den and wait for it to thaw out <laughs> I feel like I would do this on a regular basis at work. Whenever someone comes up to me with something they want me to do, I'm just like, "Sorry, hold on, I'm gonna barricade myself in this little this little metal ball." I mean, what if what if you jump off a cliff and then do it? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like you, like after an hour or so, uh, the the metal fades and it's just like people soup in there in in your skin. Because you know? it's just like the when they came out with the titanium like IMAX or whatever, uh, they came out with those like hard case metal maybe they're still like made out of the same shit or whatever and everybody's like yeah, it's aluminum i think yeah they're like oh they're like drop proof or whatever like they're so hard on the outside and it's like nah not really because like if you put on a suit of armor and fall down at flight of stairs like you're still, <laughs> still fucked up the same way like whatever's happening yeah. on the inside of that thing it's still getting broken if i drop it so yeah it's probably like well i think that's a really good comparison because uh Knights actually killed each other more by bludgeoning each other to death yeah. than ever slicing or stabbing. Like, swords back then weren't even that sharp. They would grab it by the blade and just hit you with the mm. handle. Hey, you get knocked off by your horse, and you're like, you're, you're hurting pretty good. You're boned, yeah. And you definitely don't want to activate your metal skin in the water. No, it wouldn't, no. But if it's if it's just an instinct that kicks in, like, ah, shark, <laughs> oh, fuck. I know. I'm sinking to the Does bottom of the ocean. Does it have to last for an hour, or could you... Can you spread that hour out? Could you do it for like just a minute here and a minute Well, it there? says once. It says once every 24 hours. Once. Oh, I see. And it, and it lasts for an hour. So like you're kind of effed. It's like the a whale fall kind of, but with a human and a metal shell. Yeah, so it wouldn't it wouldn't save you from getting hit by a car cuz like you get hit you probably put a really serious dent in that thing, but like you're still going to get knocked. 50 yards and you're going to be jellified on the inside. The, the card you're has going to break a lot of bones, significantly yeah. more momentum than you do. Mm-hmm. You're going to be hurt. Yeah. But it will yeah. stop you from like a really like rough wedgie or something like that. Or a, a wicked noogie. They put that shit to bed real quick. But your but your hair but your hair wouldn't turn to metal, would it? Should be like you'd be kind of like a chia pet. That's weird. A metal skeleton, like a metal a metal statue with like <laughs> like a full head of hair hair but also like fingernails yeah your fingernails you'd still have fingernails sticking out and and potentially teeth if they were like mm. opening their mouth yeah in the process is the know? inside of your mouth skin your tongue's not skin is it no no it's not <laughs> <laughs> cool so are your are your eyes open for that hour Oh well, it depends. I think if you if you it would probably be wise to close. Yeah, your I think eyes so. If you're stuck there frozen for an hour yeah, watching whatever yeah, happens, otherwise. you couldn't be able to blink either. Like a bird could come along and poop in your eye. It'll hurt a lot. Yeah. Oh, then it'd you be so dry. Better hope your mouth is open and you don't have a clogged nose. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, this is a very complicated situation. <laughs> This this ability really just went downhill. The more we thought, this is about probably it. Why, yeah. This is probably why we don't have this ability. Is it because it's been like bred yeah, out of us specifically for all these reasons? Yes, our ancestors who used to have this ability, they, they all died. That's just not a very good in gene. tragic ways that they thought. Yeah, they all thought they were they were immortal. They thought they were better. I know they had this metal skin. It's really a perfect example of be careful what you wish for. You know, when when past humans wished on that genie to give them metal skin abilities. You know what? I've actually thought of some ways that this would be awesome, though. Why is that? 
professional bodybuilding. Mm. Okay. You're going to have to walk me down that path. <laughs> <laughs> take, me, take me by the hand. Please think about, think about it. A professional bodybuilder's body is basically like a statue. I mean, have you ever seen Pumping Iron? Arnold Schwarzenegger does compare his body to like a statue, mm. a bust. Uh, and if you're performing, like it's you just strike your most your your bestest bodybuilding pose, and you just like you have like and, a gallery of dudes flexing, <laughs> and the judges can walk through and take their time. <laughs> Beefy dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not bad. I think that would work out really well. What if what if we actually developed this as like a mechanism for attracting a mate? You know, unlike not unlike a peacock. Yeah, we all just stand down on Main Street. Yeah, you strike you strike a solid flex flexing pose. You know, you you pop out those triceps. Mm-hmm. You're, you you got to take off all your clothes first, though. Obviously. You got to take off all your clothes. And after uh, that, get fully erect. <laughs> yeah. And after that hour, you unfreeze and you look through the hat that you left in front of you and look at all the phone numbers that have been left in there. Yes, I think that's all. I'm just imagining cavemen with the ability to turn into metal, who use that ability, and then much larger like. Mega gorillas are just gathering oh, no. them, gathering them up and smashing them against rocks and waiting for them to unfreeze. And they have a nice soup to drink afterwards. Kind of like the way that chimps like take rocks and bash nuts open and stuff like that. A similar yeah. sort of a situation where they're just gathering up humans in a fetal position in metal form and just throwing them off cliffs and then walking down and just slurping up the remains. Yes, I think this definitely would be best if you could cancel it at any point. Like it, it, it maximum it could last an hour, and you can do it once a day, but you can cancel it whenever you want. You got to get that dodge cancel. Because I mean, important. like I'm trying to think of practical uses for this. Uh, like there's cannonballs doing a cannonball yeah. in a pool, <laughs> but you don't want to keep that on after the cannonball. No, you want to you want to cancel that pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. Uh, there's cartwheels. If you get enough momentum, you could really just keep going. <laughs> yeah. I never had a cartwheel. Oh man, that would be the most get brutal really cartwheel nice of all time. That'd be pretty good. Um, weighing things down because I imagine you're you would increase in density if your skin turned to metal. I was curious about that. Like, do you gain do you gain mass? Like, what what happens? You know, it would be. You know what? I would I wouldn't mind having this if you could control which body part you turn in the metal. Mm. If you can choose to do it all, or if you can choose to do just like your hands, just my hands. Yeah, because you could throw some wicked punches. You'd shatter your hands. Mm, they call him Metal Hand Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike with metal hands. That'd be pretty cool. Kung Fu movies would completely change. Yeah, be just that'd be a different world. Iron Fist. Yeah, Iron Abs. I mean, we've certainly entertained the idea of like the more realistic, practical side of this but you know this is a sci-fi kind of show we can i think we can dig dig into like i think what they actually meant (laughs) with this suggestion you know like metal mario is what i imagine they were going after but metal sonic you know metal hedgehog but can doppelgangers turn metal maybe that's one of the ways you tell the difference yes like what you would have to do probably is aggress someone to the point where they tuck into the fetal position (laughs) And if they don't go metal, then you kick. You keep kicking. Until they die. Until they die. That's the only way to kill a doppelganger. Yes. Hmm. Let's talk about dinosaurs. That bring dinosaurs back here? Yeah. So, how big are these? Maybe. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> how big are they? Maybe. Okay, let's say the animals do have this ability. Uh-huh. The metal ability. I want a metal uh, And d- Dinosaurs are animals. Dinosaurs. So maybe science found a way to prolong that gene to make it the metal, the, gene. The metal, the metal gene last longer. But only in dinosaurs. But only in dinosaurs. Mm. So a, di- a dinosaur is literally just a dinosaur that you like scare into going into metal mode, or it just is permanently in metal mode, or something like that. Permanently metal mode. Uh, and yes. you just. I mean, now, now I'm trying, I'm saying that, I'm trying to think of what function that serves, and I can't think of And you of just any... swing this metal dinosaur yeah, around. It's a, yeah, it's a metal sword dinosaur. <laughs> so, dinosaurs are just, are just small, or just liftable dinosaurs that you can train to go into metal mode. And then you have 
some sort of a clamp or some sort of like heavy gloves that you can use to pick them up with so you don't cut yourself on all those sharp edges. And when you're in a duel, you just swing this dinosaur around in whatever pose it happened to be turned metal in. That makes the most sense to me. Maybe, yeah, maybe in this world, since animals could do have this feature, maybe when you die, your your defense mechanism kicks in you and you're, you are frozen in that state. You are permanently metal. <laughs> so, so the only way that, like, our ancestors, like, they never needed to develop the tools to make swords because they could just find them naturally mm-hmm. out in the wild. Yeah. So whenever you find, like, a dinosaur, you, like an archaeolo- archaeologist digs up a dinosaur's body, it's a sword. It's a big. Yeah. It's, a, it's a dinosaur. <laughs> you can like throw little caltrops of like little tiny dinosaurs and stuff like that. Little sharp. Yeah. Little sharp dinosaurs. So, but are there like Tyrannosaurus Rex sized dinosaurs, or are they mostly all? Yes, I hope so. So I guess the, the key is when you kill a dinosaur, you have to chop chop like their tail off or something like that. To get that dinosaur, can you smelt That's them? That's where the sword meat is. Can you smelt them and melt them down? Oh, they're well, indestructible. The, the metal is indestructible, so I don't think you can smelt it. I don't know. But humans can still do this, though, right? For twenty-four hours. Do do what? Smelt. No, turn into metal for twenty-four hours. For one hour. For I'm sorry, for one hour, every twenty-four hours. But dinosaurs. Yeah, absolutely. Dinosaurs are where this gene has reached its maximum uh, expression. The full permanent. No, like I said, anything that dies just turns in the middle. Okay, so humans do that too, because that would that would really like. like so every corpse, every corpse filled. is just like indestructible metal. So the ground would just be filled with with corpses, like there'd be yes. so many. We probably have to start building things out of them eventually, like buildings and stuff like that. Are dinosaurs the best possible animal to use as a sword, or is there some other animal that is even a better sword, like a badger? Seems to have a natural or a crocodile. Or a crocodile. I think they are. I think that's. I think that's probably what they were implying with this idea was that yes, dinosaurs are an option, but that's just one of many. Any and all things, grandma sword. Grandma sword. Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like adult human sword. <laughs> this sword has like been in my grandma was getting kind of grandma was getting kind of frail there in the end, so she's got all sorts of sharp edges, you know, and she always did have a sharp tongue. The sword has been in my family for generations. It's my great 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 grandfather. <laughs> what the like, snake sword is probably the best. Honestly, snake sword's pretty good. Um, this sword is George Washington himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if? Okay. So when you die, what if all of your organic innards, like your skin, turns into the metal, and all of your organs and your 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 soft fleshy bits get squeezed out of like your mm. all the orifices in your that's body. A, that's a clean death right there. That's good. <laughs> Just real easy to deal. And with. then your epi- epidermis, uh, epi, <laughs> as dermis, we call it, as we call it, your epidermis, uh, shrinks down into like a spear-like yeah, shape a lot, a lot after it cleaner. squeezes everything out. So everyone really does become a sword when they die. <laughs> the only thing that doesn't squish down is your face. <laughs> is that what you're supposed to... Is that what you grab? Is that the handle, that's though? The handle, yeah, that's the handle of the... That's is the that handle. the natural handle? So that's how you can verify that it was actually Abraham Lincoln's <laughs> Abraham Lincoln's sword. And the best way to wield these is to just stick your four fingers directly into the mouth, the open screaming mouth of this corpse, yeah. and swing it around from there. Do the chopping with the toes. Now you use the eye holes. It's like a, holding it like a this bowling ball. This can get really out of hand, though. If somebody dies with a sword in their hand, then you've got like an Ugh, L-shaped yeah, sword that like has this big hook. Um, you can you can really get some inventive fucking weird shit. You can come up with some crazy ones because actually, if you kill somebody with your sword by like impaling them, like if you impale somebody with your couture Abraham Lincoln corpse sword and they die, they turn into metal. And then your sword is stuck inside of their indestructible corpse. So you got like a big T so shaped. If you stab, him, if you stab yeah. him like directly in the top of your head, you just get a longer yeah. sword. That's the that's the that's the finishing move. That's the ultimate finishing move that you want to do every time. That's the one you want to go for, but you always get it at like weird angles, and you gotta throw your old sword away. It's like barrel of monkeys. I mean, like yeah, the best sword, like the optimum sword, is like George Washington was used to to. to slay abraham lincoln in a pure like t-shape yeah. so you've got like a big t-shaped sword where the cross the hilt is george washington 
or I guess you could this variable. You can use George Washington as the hilt, or Abraham Lincoln as the hilt, and the other one is the blade as the stabbing end, or as like a giant throwing star, like the, a fucking huge yeah, throwing star. Yeah, that's what star. I was thinking of. The presidential throne star, <laughs> like Yuki from Final Fantasy VII. I I like the idea of you actually not turning into the shape of a like just a jagged spike when you die, but actually keeping your full your form. form. Because I'm thinking about that for like the ancient Egyptians, for the pharaohs of old, and how the way they used the slaves to build the pyramids is they just like stacked them up in interesting ways, like they made them lock <laughs> arms and then they, they just, just killed them. Came around and cut all their heads off. <laughs> And they just like kept like, okay, you're going to lock arms there and you're going to get on that dude's head and you're going to wrap your legs around <laughs> his head and we're just going to keep doing this. We're going to yeah. build a pyramid of all... Make humans. sure you're smiling. We want this to be a happy pyramid. <laughs> it really sure does. Yeah, it, it makes um, architecture a different thing there. Huh? Yeah, architecture would be truly unique from ancient civilizations because like anyone who built stuff like that with human bodies, that shit's there forever. Um, yeah. It's indestructible. Well, what if, okay, what if you, like, sort of, like, dehydrate and distill down so that your mass is the equivalent amount of mass as, like, a, a, a dense sword or something like that? So, like, when when you die, you, like, your body shrinks down until it's as dense and, and hard as indestructible metal. So you might be a normal-sized person, but then after you die, you turn into, like, a dagger-sized dagger. <laughs> turn it. I'm probably like a, a knife. Yeah, it's like a butter knife. So you would have like your Abraham Lincoln like sword or whatever, a dagger. And it's you know it's just maybe like I'd rather half just a have like long. a metal Abraham Lincoln, like a full on life size. I mean, imagine what having like a metal Abraham Lincoln would do for biopics in this in this day and age. With computer generated special effects, we could scan that shit. Mm-hmm. His skin perfectly preserved in metal. Don't look inside. It would be like a big, whoever is like walking around with the corpse of Abraham Lincoln would have like a lot more credibility on the um, political circuit than most other people too. So it's like, well, you can say whatever the fuck you want to, but I actually have the corpse of Abraham Lincoln with me right here. <laughs> I, so I wield the corpse wield of Abraham Lincoln. The Lincoln blade. So <laughs> Lincoln blade is mine. <laughs> So I've started to think about different types of humans and different body types and different ages and stuff like that. And there's a lot of problems with this. Yeah, there's some pretty serious dark stuff that can happen here. A space... Fetuses. Yeah, fetus ones. Like, those are, like, those are... Can we go back to talking about wielding Abraham Lincoln? (laughs) I enjoyed that conversation. Um, What are our other ideas? (laughs) Anonymous candidate elections. Well, I think that's just like I think anonymous candidate elections is just a legitimately good idea. I think that's how our system should yeah. work. It should be less of a popularity contest and more based off the platforms. Wasn't there a point in yes. Greek history where like like certain people were just like they just drew your name out of a bucket to see if you held an, a position in like a like an official position or something like that? Like I feel like there was a time in ancient Greece where it was just like yeah anybody can be our ruler. And so everybody needs to be really on the ball because... Well, anybody who was male and owned land. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you would just be randomly drawn. So it was like you, if, if you, you you lived your life knowing that like if you're an idiot and they drew your name, then you, would be, you could be voted out of office and be exiled for seven years from your homeland because you did such a shitty job. Oh, shit. This sounds like a good way to get... A kid president situation. Child boy president. <laughs> That's going to happen. So is it like literally anybody? Well, okay. Well, the thing is you don't know. You don't know. Um, if if the platform is cookies for everyone <laughs> and puppies should go free, I mean, I feel like that kind of stands out a little well, bit. Well, the thing is you're saying that stands out, yes, but that guy has my vote. He has my vote too. Like think about it, you're looking at the platforms and like all these are so depressing. 5-day weekends. What is, what is this yeah. about equality and privacy and protection? I like the cookie candidate. I'm going with that. Yeah, I mean that does level the playing field cuz like if you looked at the running um the platforms of like the people who were in the last election and compared them against like 10-year-old kids platforms, like they're pretty similar or whatever. It's like 
this platform is just school is canceled. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty much so we're going to defund schools and we're going to build a wall and Mexico's going to pay for it. It's like, what, what idiot thought of that? Like, what child thought of that one? This is obviously a child. I'm not voting for that guy. But this child is obviously all about kitten parties. This child, man. Yeah, what if you're a doppelganger and you take over a body and that body is like way more important than you ever thought it would be? Mm. Like you come down from oh, space crap. and you're like, I'm going to take this this piece of shit right here, the first first person I encounter, and it's like, oops, whoops, alien president. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of scrutiny now. That would explain a lot of things. Fucking lizard people, man. I mean, like, I feel like that's the way our government is already, man. It's, it's lizard people all the way down. Well, I kind of like this idea because we, we talk about conspiracies, like alien conspiracies of lizards, lizard people taking over. But what if they're just like super inept? The aliens? They're like trying to do their best, but they don't know like how do humans function? What's the best plan? So wh- why are you they know? here then? Like, I mean, if, if their goal is not specifically to jack up our lives and relationships, that's just like, that's, that's just, it just happens to be that that's what happens. Maybe it's, maybe to them it's like a, I don't know, a, a high school project or something <laughs> like that. To go to another planet, to, to graduate like a, like a. Maybe it's like a, like a. Uh, Amish rumspringa sort of a thing where it's like yes you can be part of our intergalactic society but before you do you must travel the world travel the universe and decide whether or not you want to become part of the secular human world or part of the intergalactic high federation or whatever to graduate you must learn the mating ritual of one <laughs> species um, well, it could just be part of like a culture class, like an intergalactic culture class. And, but the thing is, everything they have on humans is wrong or something like that. <laughs> the files got mixed like, up. We have yet to discover where the humans hide their egg sacs. <laughs> <laughs> but they do multiply. They do procreate somehow. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know. Once a semester, they send their students down for one day or something like that. And the only way pre- to prevent your body from being taken over is to turn metal. Oh wait, hold on. What what was that that statement? Once every twenty four hours, you were able to trigger transforming your skin into indestructible metal that lasts one hour. Now bear with me. But what if that means less metal, like the material, but more like the music? <laughs> <laughs> so you get like black and white corpse paint on your face, and like a ripped up black T shirt. Embedded into your skin. You just become super metal. <laughs> Maybe it's not even like the music. Maybe it's just not not necessarily like the music, not like the metal genre, but the idea of being metal. Like yeah. when you describe something as a metal, like that's so fucking, fucking metal. wicked. So your skin just becomes like super fucking metal for one hour a day. And indestructible. Uh, I feel and like indestructible. I, indestructible. I feel like it's still pretty similar because there's just like when I think of it, I think of spikes and swords you know so yeah maybe it's based off your interpretation of what's metal the most metal thing i can think of so yeah it's open to interpretation it depends on the person what's the most metal thing you can think of big butts i think the most metal thing i can think of is friendship and loyalty (laughs) (laughs) respecting your elders love and love and appreciation dinosaurs and dinosaurs Abraham Lincoln's corpse used as a sword. So when I change, I look exactly like me, only I have a tattoo that says I love you, Mom. <laughs> and environmental responsibility. That's so fucking metal. That's so fucking metal. That tat says recycle. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking metal, man. Um, well, we haven't really entertained the idea of actually having the Metal Mario situation. Yeah, we've talked a lot about becoming metal and being stuck in one place and not really. Yeah. Although maybe it actually would work to, if, if you're like launched into space you could shut all your eyes and like plug your ears and your nose at the same time like your nose with your pinkies and just, your ears with your thumbs just re-enter orbit and like <laughs> crash in a fiery burning mess and then die anyway because there's no fucking way you're surviving that well if we if we say that like you're you are indestructible like you're like it's shock absorbent it's like the ultimate shock absorbent thing or whatever i like that idea a lot better obviously <laughs> and you're able to move being able to survive. If it is like true Metal Mario and you're able to move and everything like that, that's a huge game changer. True sure. Metal Mario is a good name for a, an all-metal cover of every Mario song that's ever been made. <laughs> yes. Like an album. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, but like, I feel, man, dude, like sports would be nuts, dude. Sports would be off of the fucking chain. Especially, I mean, 
even even high fives would be nuts. High fives would be fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, because it's it's a race. If somebody comes up to you to high five you, you you turn metal. Like you gotta get there first. You fucking turn metal. Be- yeah, because if you don't do, oh, it, it's a game of surprise chicken. You're losing an yeah, arm. Dude. Absolutely, you're losing an arm. Yeah, because you have to you have to be like really strategic about when you use it. Because if you're in a high school football mm-hmm. game, you get the one shot, and you're trying to score the big point. It's like, all right, Tim, you're gonna go full metal. Dave, you're just gonna have to risk it. <laughs> Good luck, Dave. Right. Uh, you already used yours today. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, we really need those points. And are you super heavy? So if you go full metal on the football field, like, are you just a hazard that's stuck out there for the rest of the game, or do they have to come drag? No matter you off? what, you're a fucking hazard. Well, yeah, but like, <laughs> do they can they do they drag you off of the field, or are you just stuck out there for the rest, like for the next hour? Well, I think we're going full. We're going Metal Mario. We're going True Metal Mario. True so Metal Mario. Whatever the whatever the rules okay. are there. Yeah, Mario is what applies. Well, I mean, I f- then all sports game you go you go true metal Mario at the beginning of every sports game for sure, and I'm pretty sure that all sports games probably last like an hour. Because if you I go, I feel like soccer would be a lot worse. But you know, if 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 that is the case before a sports game, like they've got to really keep an eye on their athletes because people are probably going to try to jump out with guns <laughs> to activate their metal mo- mode too early. I think soccer would be more popular because soccer. it's like a, it's like an hour and a half you or something like that, right? It's like it's like you got to be careful about when you meddle in soccer because yeah. like yeah, exactly because you're you're you can't you, you can't run around like that for an hour and a half. No, well, it's all exhausting. those games with like breaks and all the all the multiple half times and stuff like that in the games. Multiple multiple half times. All those all those ball game half times. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like. The 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 metal is gonna wear off at yeah. some point. So yeah. you want it to be like a ninety minute game. So it's like you got you're gonna be in there for half an hour without your metal mode. The thing is, like the the best plays are definitely gonna be like people meddling when they're not supposed to <laughs> or whatever. Just like it's one thing to completely dunk on someone. Yeah. But the full metal dunk on someone, that's yeah. like the most hard boiled thing mm-hmm. you can to metal after do. you've already got the ball in the basket, you're like coming down and you <laughs> smash into the court. Just like That fuck probably you. that probably counts as mm-hmm. a foul. That's probably gonna be a foul. Like meddling out of turn or something uh, like that. Okay. That's probably not allowed. And what if what if like no, the appearance of your skin definitely has to change to look oh, like yeah. metal, I think. I was gonna ask what if you just look the same? Nope. But that's just, that would be, that's just not metal. It's just not metal. Not to that would metal. be creep though. Like that would be pretty hardcore though. If, yeah, if you, if you couldn't tell, that would be a whole new danger world. But I do think that you would mm-hmm. you would metal out. And like a, a sports game, it's like if you can go the entire like ninety minutes without going metal, like that's that's like Hall of Fame style oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Those those are the best athletes. Yeah, there, there'll be an athlete who gets in the Hall of Fame because he's never medaled <laughs> a single time. Never medaled once. But then it's revealed later on that he was wearing. Uh, every day before the game, they paint his skin <laughs> Spray painted the up, same yeah. exact color. <laughs> but like, if you go, if you're in a soccer game, it's a 90 minute game, and you go like 45 minutes, and they're like, "Dude, this dude is not medaled yet. He scored like twice, and he's not medaled. Did he medal earlier? And he's broken every bone like, in his he, body. <laughs> did he already medal today? Is he not capable of meddling again? You don't know. And then like, you know, it's like. 60 minutes in like he's still not meddling and then the last two minutes of the game after everybody is meddled and come out of their metal mode again he goes full metal and kills everybody on the team he just fucking <laughs> tears the other team apart everybody it's a full slaughter they, they would have to keep a lot of people on the bench mm-hmm. but there, there might actually be a rule in sports where everyone has to meddle at the same time now my question is uh, across the board all sports after the third point rule. is scored all must be metal 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 mandatory maybe the coaches agree they have to like agree beforehand on like what time their teams are going to medal together there's a buzzer that both coaches have to push at the same time <laughs> anyway so what about the idea of uh being like narcoleptic but instead of being compelled to go to sleep you meddle <laughs> just uncontrollably just at random Fuck. you're just triggered to metal you would never get in a pool again you can't control your meddling process at all I actually knew a narcoleptic guy, and he claimed more or less that you could you could put it off, but then the moment that your body knows that you're in a position of safety, lights huh. out. Like, like you can fight it when he he could fight it while he's at work, and he could even get all the way home, but then he would be asleep in the driveway. Huh. Wow. Like. So, but the the problem with this is that you're always, if you're metal, in a point of safety, pretty much. Yeah, you you would be able to just barely get to that point and then metal imme- immediately. You know. Well, that's what I mean. Like, if you turn in the metal, you're basically always safe unless you're submerged or something. Yeah, so it would be the op- exactly. it would be the opposite. It's like any time that you're not in a completely safe space, you have the urge to metal. Like, like you just. Mm-hmm. 
Oh. Yeah, you can. As soon as you leave the house in the morning, you're just like, oh, shit, I can feel it. I got to go middle. I don't want to be at work today at all. (laughs) But, I mean, if if you you only have one per day and it's going to last an hour, you just want to get that out right at the beginning. Yeah, because then you got the rest of the day. You wake up in the morning and you meddle. Mm -hmm. You just just meddle right off the bat. You know it's going to be a hard day for you. Take a metal shower. And then when you're... When yeah. you're like a kid and, you know, you're first learning about your body and like how things work and where things are and how good they feel when you rub them. <laughs> what turns metal and what doesn't. Yeah. Uh, well, everything. Except for your hair. All, well, all your skin at least. Well, we're talking full Metal Mario. Metal Mario's hair, is, hair, it goes metal. It definitely goes metal. He's got that metal mustache. He's got that metal. <laughs> oh, it would be cool if you have long hair and you just throw it up above your head in the metal and then you got just yeah. like this. You can make like a full spike you got, on your head. You got a your full hair. Super Saiyan going on. What if you sleep metal? Uh, you probably well. There's, I can imagine some bad situations there, like even if you're just sleeping and you have like your baby, like sleeping on your chest or something like that, or your dog, and it metals in its sleep. Yeah, you can hurt yourself. You, you get like, hurt pretty bad, probably. If you metal and you're on your belly, you you sleeping on your stomach a little bit, and then you metal, man. Just, you suffocate. You suffocate. Yeah. <laughs> or, or if you like metal on a plane. <laughs> Planes probably have a strict no meddling policy, you mm-hmm. know. Like no, we can't handle no the meddling. additional weight. Please, God, do not meddle. <laughs> For the love of God, we have to put on the turbo boosters if you do. If you meddle, we're throwing you out the window. <laughs> that's well, actually, that's not a terrible yeah. policy. Like, you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll, you'll survive as long as we're not over the ocean. You'll be fine. What about like children, like children that are disobedient and <laughs> have to get a spanking or whatever? They would just metal out every single time. How frustrating that would be to like their <laughs> their their parents who are trying to give them a good a good swat. It's like, ha, ah, fuck you, I metal now. Well, maybe okay. So I guess in that situation, maybe maybe there's a way to trigger the, the a way to trigger the meddling reaction. Like maybe uh, like uh, it's stimulated by electricity or something like that. So while your kid's asleep, you can just date them. And just, <laughs> They'll instantly metal up. Just get that out of the way every day. Just every twenty four hours. Every every twenty four hours, tase Timmy in the back of the neck, <laughs> <laughs> and so that during the day he can't do it. You don't even tell him that that's an mm-hmm. option that he has until he's like at mm-hmm. least thirty. Yeah, what if there's like a meddling puberty? You know, like you can't meddle until you're fourteen years. I certainly old. know I was never able to meddle until I, I couldn't. I reached a certain yeah, age. I couldn't. I couldn't meddle before I was at least yeah. thirteen. You know, and still now I still find it hard to meddle. Would there have been any like tools created in a society where this is a thing? Where it's like I got to chop down this tree, so. Why don't you turn metal and I'll just throw you against this tree as much as possible. We'll just we'll just take turns running at this tree until it like falls well, down. Well, that's true. You just you just form a karate chop with your hand, just a, a, and you just like metal, and it's like cool ultimate Acheulean hand axe right here. Indestructible. Yeah, it's really a great and what, skill. And it, what couldn't you fuck? <laughs> no, nothing. There's nothing you could not. There's nothing like there are people in our society who form romantic bonds with objects like yeah. cars and stuff like that trees maybe even i don't know and that is an option for you <laughs> but then again it probably it still probably wouldn't feel i, I doubt it would feel good like that would probably affect sensitivity <laughs> yeah it's so. not yeah you don't feel, i'm sure you don't feel anything in that mode no it wouldn't be very romantic but if we are going full metal mario you could theoretically have metal sex metal on metal i know mario did we all saw that part. Oh, that would be so loud, though. Like, I mean, it would be so obvious to everybody. <laughs> like, what? That's, well, yeah. dude, I, I swear to God, some people do it just to be loud. Just to, like, let their neighbors know, oh, like, hey. Man. That would be the most obnoxious. It would just sound like two people banging pots and pans together. It would be so loud. <laughs> oh, like your, your upstairs neighbors always meddling out. <laughs> fucking clanking. You're walking around in metal mode up there all day long. Just, Seven o'clock yeah. on the dot. They always metal. <laughs> and you know there are some people who can last longer than others in metal form who are meddling out. Yeah, slightly longer. Those hour and like, a halfers. Like Jim down the road can last two full hours metaled out. You know that's not fair. All right. Well, that's a world. Let's ball this one up. Throw it away. It's done. Thanks to everybody for tuning in and listening. Thanks to all of our. Uh, all of our listeners who have submitted ideas, Tossers Delight, Starbeard Boy, Cool Flu, Ro- Chef Robert Irvine. Thanks again. Can't do it without you guys. So 
Uh, submit us new ideas on our Reddit uh, subreddit. We are disposable underscore worlds on Reddit and our subreddit where you can send us new ideas and see what we're posting is disposable worlds, all one word on Reddit. Uh, check us out on radbotproductions.com to see the other projects that we're working on or to download the episodes of this podcast. And while you're at it, subscribe on Apple, iTunes, and whatever other sort of podcast service that I may not even be aware of that you're using. Check us out. And thank you, thank you to Belafonte for the use of our theme song, uh, Bastion, off their EP Prime Meridian. Fuck you. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> there she blows. And remember, they can't. They can't all be winners. <laughs> yeah, see you next time. <laughs> and we're sorry. Be sure to check out our last episode. <laughs> <laughs>